but I'd have to go and buy a couple trades to get into it. And uh, what's what I'm spending already? It's like, oh shit, I can't. I yeah. can't go deeper. I can't spend more. That's fair. These things ain't growing on trees. All right. Well, they're kind of growing on trees, but there's a lot of process between the tree and my hand, and that's where the money is. Mm-hmm. As well, I'm sure the tree has some monetary value. Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host, Andy So Along with me is my co-host and one of the greatest geeks in the world. Leland from the Movie Issues Podcast. You're not Elizabeth. I'm Elizabeth Wallace. <laughs> Elizabeth Wallace of the Comic <laughs> Issues, Issues Podcast. And binary Podcast. Yes. I have an identical twin sister. <laughs> I like Night Vale. <laughs> No, uh, Elizabeth is uh, out on vacation uh, with her family to uh, Yosemite. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. They're like out there for like a family event and stuff. Yeah, sure. Uh, but yeah, I'm not Elizabeth. Not Elizabeth, no. Like we said, on She's vacation, out so. defending off bears, watching geysers. But that's pretty much all you do in Yellowstone. I, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually still stuck on uh, her fighting bears. I like that thought. Well, like, it's a family clearly team. doing doing well. Like, um, uh, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, no yeah, harm yeah, on yeah, her. Yeah. In fact, I think she'd whoop about any bear out there. No, she's no coming matter back how with, smart they might be. She's coming back with a bear cape. Ooh, bear cape. Yeah. Like with a like a hood, like Hercules got the the lion. Yeah, but a better movie. Uh, it's, not... it, it's it's very much like Brave, but not with all the lesbian undertones. <laughs> what? You know, Brave, the Disney movie. With the I haven't seen it, but this is the first time <laughs> anyone has ever said that that movie had lesbian undertones. Perhaps you should go on Tumblr and the Disney sites for oh, more no, no, often. No, no. <laughs> I don't go to Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr is where the bad things happen. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Uh, moving on. Uh, Tumblr's a whole other door to open for this podcast. I, I respect it as an entity of the internet, but I know I don't belong there. Y'all are way too crazy for me. That's fair. Check out our Comic Issues Tumblr, tumblr.comicissues.com. I think how that works. Ooh, we got a Tumblr. Yeah, we got a Tumblr. We've, we've never understood how to, how to use it. Nope. Uh, so, um, on to some just... Comic booky every everything, uh, and since I'm remembering it up front, uh, there will be spoilers. We are so essentially just going to talk the shit out of these books because uh, we're excited because we like these books. Most of them, the ones we don't like, um, <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Leland's here to give the, the differing opinion for uh, everyone who says that Elizabeth and I just agree too much. Uh, and you know what? Good books are good books. So, quick crying about it. Uh, one book uh, that I I immediately got uh, I don't want to say sucked into or tricked or anything, um, but uh, Shield or Marvel is doing this kind of fifty years of Shield, and so select characters are going to be getting spotlight books. Perhaps all of them maybe at the four ninety nine uh, price, which was more than I usually like to pay for comic books. But on the third page of Mockingbird number one, there is a Tardis um, cookie jar. Cookie jar. And that's when I knew uh, it didn't matter what was going to happen. I was going to buy this book. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you know, she's uh, yeah, she's with um, new new to the Marvel comic universe. Yeah, Hunter, her husband on the Marvel TV show has now made an appearance in the yeah. comic books. Which do they address the fact that she was also married to Clint? Like, do they talk about she's his two husbands under the belt, or they is don't. it just alluded to it? Hey, we know that there's a continuity issue because of movie verse versus comic verse. Let's just assume she's been with both. Uh, yeah, pretty much. All right, that's fair. I mean, um, I'm not. Look, I didn't, I didn't get to finish it because it is it's four ninety nine, but it's it, a big book. It is a thick book. Yeah, and it's only um, it's like three stories of Mockingbird in there. Yeah, but um, the, like the the second page is like a side by side of Hawkeye mm-hmm. in his underwear and Hunter in his underwear. Yeah, like comparing like oh, I have a type. What was very funny about it is Hawkeye's in American boxers, and then Hunter's is in the the Union Jacks tidy whities Yeah. And I thought that was very funny, because that says to me a lot about both those gentlemen. As as to which, (laughs) she points out to him, she goes, you know those underwear are novelty gag gift, right? And he just brushes off like, hey, I wear what I want to wear. I don't give a shit. They're novelty? 
Yeah. So I get rid of mine then? Uh, probably, because you're not from there. You but, should probably get the American but I, boxers. But I want to be English. <laughs> uh, unless you got a, a timey-wimey machine. I don't know if you can fix that. Uh, bullshit, I can go over there and become English. My daughter can, did it. <laughs> yeah, but how well did that work out for her? Has she had any really good albums since she turned British? But I'm, I'm not talking about talent. I'm just saying you can do it. <laughs> do they, you think they accept her? Do you think they're going to accept Lindsay Lohan, Lohan as British? No, no, not at all. <laughs> but I'm not famous. I'm very much yes. on the radar. You can you can become uh, an English citizen. Hey, over there, I have an accent. Get, get dual citizen. That's true. They probably play really well for you. Yeah, I, um, I like Mockingbird. I think one of the best things about Marvel, the Shield show, was they brought in Mockingbird. It was great, and I think um, Padalecki's a great uh, in, mm-hmm. in inclusion because Palicki. Yeah, yeah, I don't do that well. No, you have never done that. I've well. never done that well. But it is difficult because not are they both are kind of like weird Eastern European Polish kind of names, but they did date each other in Supernatural. So it is it is weird to remember Which, that Jessica or P- Palicki is Jessica to Sam's Petalecki's. Like, <laughs> as as to which I I do always forget that part. Actually, uh, pops up like once every they're five both seasons. Like <laughs> giant human beings. Yes. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I buy it. Sure. Also, what I think gives uh, Palicki a a real big leg to stand on as an actress is not only has she played in Supernatural, Mm -hmm. she's Mockingbird, Mm -hmm. she was Wonder Woman for a time. Granted, it's a dark time, but yet she was cast in the role because they knew she was good at the job. She did it, she filmed it, and she looked good in it. And she was Lady J. Yes. So she's got geek cred. Yeah, and she's kind of cool. Yeah. So and she did that football show. Yeah, we've heard that of people like things. Uh, so uh, the Mockingbird is is really solid. If you really, if if you've liked the character from the show, um, Mockingbird hasn't had at least in maybe what the last 15, 20 years. Well, since she came back in um, Scroll Invasion. Yeah, that was the about when everyone was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. I remember how awesome Mockingbird was. And she he, came back, and she was awesome. And she had the bell sleeves for a while, and they were like, those look ridiculous. But she hasn't been around doing much lately for a while. Well, Secret Wars, she's kind of just kind of floating around. But Secret Wars, yeah. anything can be happening. But no, but I'm just saying, it's, it's good that someone like S.H.I.E.L.D. is remembering that she's a character, yes. and they're going to yes. remember to use her. Where, I, you know, this is a weird... Okay, would you say she's a C-list character that could be now a B-list character because of the show? I think she can get up to B-list. Okay. Stature, yeah. Um, totally off topic, but okay. where would you rank Metamorpho? Um, to me, he's a C-list character that bounces between B and C depending on who's writing and what team he's on. I've never read a whole lot of Metamorphos. So I don't know him much as a character, but conceptually, and the experiences I do have with him, I feel like C is the best he can do. Okay, I had a gentleman this weekend come into the store and want Metamorpho books. Uh huh. I've worked at a comic book store for ten years. Mm-hmm. No one's ever said <laughs> I'm looking He's for the Metamorpho first time ever. I was like, okay. I was like, well, I can guarantee you, I don't have any. Newer ones. I had a bunch sure. of the old ones from the 60s and 70s, which is not what he wanted. He wanted like a year one origin type of situation. And I was like, well, you know. Um, they did do a showcase at one point, which of course is out of print. Mm-hmm. Because, I, it's because, because it's Metamorpho, I guess, is the reason. But there is a year one out there, which of course I ordered for him. You know, oh, um, That's kind of surprising. Yes. Um, but it was you know po- all post-52 because I looked it up. Metamorpho has been mentioned in New 52, but has yet to make an appearance from what I understood on Wikipedia. Mm. I'm also not reading the books that he would have been in, so huzzah. But my point is, Marvel at least is remembering that there are these C and B list characters that people generally do enjoy, and they're finding homes for them via the television show, the Daredevil show, or like... You know, even in some cases, like, well, like fucking look at the last movie, Doctor Claw. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I mean that's a good setup for uh, Black, Black Panther. Panther but, there. but my but point is, like, who's remembering Doctor Claw? On that same vein, Misty Knight just got included to uh, the yeah. Cage 
and uh, Netflix show. Fuck. Yes. Like that. That is awesome. I will tell you. She's popped up very little. She. There's a great well, uh, she's, story with her she, in the uh, Secret Wars journal. Right, but she's been um, hooking up with Falcon Cap. Oh in yeah. His run. Yeah, yeah. They're like. Right they're close. They're real close. Like. Like. Biblical sense close. Bird, like birds of a feather. Like. But like. My point is, when Misty Knight rolls up on the Luke Cage show, mm-hmm. bitch better have a fro. And then she can take it off. Like, she's undercover. Like, she went undercover, and then she takes it off, and she's like, okay, now I'm modern. Like, it's a throwback to, the, like, what she used to look. Like, I want Nick Cage, or Nick Cage. Um, Luke Cage. Who, who's Nick Cage? Actor, famous. <laughs> um, Done some movies. Like, I want Luke Cage to be in the 70s outfit as, like, a joke. Like, it, like they were undercover. Like, with the tiara? L- like, and in a Halloween. Like, they were, I think they'll do the change around the wrist. No, maybe, like, they were at, like, a Halloween party or something, and they dress as the 70s, and then they take it off to, they were undercover. That would be a really... It's a cute nod to what it, they know happened, but it also goes. This is why we don't do it because look how ridiculous they all are. All right, I could I could be in if it's, it's like it's just a party if joke. It's clearly a joke and a nod for the fans. Yeah, like an I undercover could, situation. Yeah. Like, look, every that, every PI has to go undercover and do some stupid if, shit if the show goes that way. Well, I mean, it's, like, it doesn't hurt to have a little comedy and a little in a show. Sure, but because like, as we saw, Daredevil, laugh riot, avocados at law. So one joke. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but it's good. And the Purple Man, so funny. Well, Purple Man's Jessica Jones. No, but I, I'm, I'm saying, let's not look forward to the laugh riot oh, yeah. in her show either. <laughs> the Purple Man is like the Joker. He's yeah. really... Which is going to be interesting Rapist. because... I always thought David Tennant would be a pretty good Joker. So it would be kind of interesting to see... His pull on being really, really villainous. I am. I am excited to see yeah. to see how that's going to turn but out. But nevertheless, Mockingbird. Yeah, it is. It awesome. is great, and it's it, like <laughs> metamorpho. Not. I felt bad for the dude. He really was sad. Hey, you know what? Every every character has a hardcore fan, mm-hmm. no matter how ridiculous that character is. Well, how There's excited someone... was when when I said Firestar was coming back? Yeah, and. On the fucking X-Men. And still there. Even after Secret War, she's still going to be there. I guarantee you, there's someone out there who can't wait for skin from Generation X to come back. Yeah. Like, just... I don't want to know that person, but yes. He's just imagining a million scenarios of how that character can come back. The skin and maggot team up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the Cable Deadpool book, but just those two and nobody buys it. And then Marrow pops in now and then. Two hearts. She had two hearts. Really? Yeah. Why? So she gets stabbed in the chest, and they, the, the the audience would think, "Oh no, she's dead," but then she could still pull through. Huh? Yeah. Still a useless character. Two hearts. <laughs> not a useless character. And just, not, a, not just not well written ever. It was like Maggot and Marrow were characters so of the time. Yeah, they were. Once red the shirts. time changed, yeah, they could not. Feasibly um, change with the times. Yeah, they, no, could, they, they, they could not evolve. Yeah, they were red shirts. You were just—it was a clock over their head. You're like, oh, look at you. You're not gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, like, but they're not like cannon fodder. Like, like they I didn't. Think, I think they were cannon fodder. I think. I think it was just Marvel trying to. Yeah, you got to throw you know, something at the wall. With the times, but sometimes it sticks. But these these characters aren't intended. Sometimes are. Sometimes they're intended to just be there to die later. I don't think these characters were that, though. No, but their best thing they did was to die. Yeah, they just needed more characters with pointy edges to them. Moving right along. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, Thor's CSU uh, number three has been a uh, uh, delightful... You mean CSI? Uh, CSUV? I like Thor's CSI better. Thor's CSI. Because CSUV, crime unit... Crime special unit victims. Thor rape show. <laughs> no rape happening in this show. <laughs> or, or in this book. <laughs> what? I read it. <laughs> I just said that. Did you read it? Yeah, I read it. But now I had to, I had to reread it in there's my brain no, real fast. No, like, it's a joke. There's wait no a minute. Is there some kind of new No, there's no. not. There's not. Uh, this no, book. We'll, we'll talk about uh, uh, Midnighter later. Um, <laughs> uh, I've I've really uh, been enjoying Thor's. I really like the the style of the book. My, I, I, yes, I like 
Thor's. I like the concept. I think my only real complaint so far is that the main character we've been following has mm-hmm. been Ultimate Thor. Never really been a big fan of Ultimate Thor, so I kind of don't want to been... follow Ultimate Thor. I'm like, Ultimate can we, Thor can we was always a little wishy-washy. Yeah, but I get why Ultimate Thor is who we're following because he had. You know, we're following the Thors that were successful. So, I mean, you've got Thor, Ultimate Thor, the Thor Unworthy timeline. Thor. Yeah, you know, Beta Ray Bill Thor. So, yeah. I understand the concept of what we're doing, but I don't know. I would have liked to follow Storm Thor around because I think she's badass. <laughs> or oh, where is, it's, it's cool because and where's the those... new Thor? Oh, Lady Thor? Yeah, Lady Thor isn't in this. Or is she in the background sometimes and I just missed her? Like, Well, I mean, she did come along with the raft. So she's there, but I guess there's no. Oh, maybe evil, that's just where she's at. That there's no counterpart to her that already existed in Secret World. That's fair. I forget that there's a Secret War book going on because it, it kind of get drowned out. Because well, because it's not coming out as quickly as it true, should, true. and and it's and now we have nine. So yeah, like, so it's like it's going to be a longer wait, and I forget that there are actually characters doing their thing in that book because they're not. Resonating into the miniseries, they have literally Not really. nothing to do with them unless really, they have no. to. And all these other books have been so good on their own mm-hmm. that most of them, yeah. As as great as the Secret Wars main title has been, um, if it never existed, I'd still be happy because of all these other books. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Thor's was good, and this week was you know we finally kind of find out who the bad guy was, and I think it was pretty obvious from the first couple pages. Really? Yeah. I mean, I picked it up only because it was like, there hasn't been that many people in this story so sure. far, and the one Thor that's been kind of being a bitch the whole time is the one still kind of being a bitch, so I was just like, oh, okay, you're the bad guy. You uh, know, like, you're the one that's turncoat or whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, Elizabeth and I talked about it, I think that first or second issue, and we said, because of what the book is doing, that, that procedural CSI thing, mm-hmm. um, this very well could be someone from the inside is yeah. doing it for what whatever reason. So uh And it was as, yeah, as yeah. as we as we turn the page we find out um Rooney, who is the uh the mighty Thor, I think. Which of just another time and I think it's Thor's I always kinda of figured it was Walt Simonson Thor. Because he had the beard. Um, yeah, that's, I see that. This is, I mean, as far as like artwork goes, what time period yeah, I, yeah. I always figured because the costume fits that time period. I do like his helmet. But I like Thor in a helmet. Sometimes I like him to have his helmet. He can take it off. I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. Hear me, Hemsworth? You can take it off, but you should fucking wear it at least once. It'd be cool to have like one good battle scene with where he wears it yeah. most of the time. It can get knocked off. And that, I mean, look at Caps. It got knocked off in the first movie, and it was organic. You're like, oh, he got ripped off. Cool. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Thor, where's your fucking helmet? I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know why I'm yelling at you. I'm just... <laughs> There's nothing I can do about it. Uh, I like that Loki is this homeless, creepy guy. That it seems a really good fit for yeah, Loki. Yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna live in this world, mm-hmm. this is the natural Loki place to be. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this book. I'm looking forward to its conclusion next month and see how it turns out. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean. Like every procedural, I think we pretty much know how it's going to end. You never know. I mean, yeah, all these, every character is nearly disposable. So a lot of just anything can happen. Uh, do you didn't read in um, in in future imperfect? Is that imperfect future? Future imperfect. The one with the Hulk? No, no, I. I it ended. Um, on it. You know, if you get a chance, I mean, I'll let you borrow mine because it's actually it was pretty good. Yeah, um, like I, I always thought that was a Hulk book, but then you, you told me it's it's an X Men. Uh, it's weird. It's a, it's it's a combined of a lot of things. Okay. It's just a world book, I guess, because okay. like She Hulk was in it. Um, no, but like the the Future Imperfect original storyline, right? But like, um, I mean, like She Hulk popped up a uh, Ruby Summers. The daughter of Emma Frost and Scott Summers in an alternate future was one okay. of the characters in it. Uh, Rachel Summers was another character. So it's all it's weird timeline and um, the Mastromo, I believe that's how it said, is the Hulk, but he calls himself Maestro. Maestro is that? Yeah. Am I saying your own oh, shit? Anyway, the Maestro, <laughs> uh, Monstro. Uh, he uh, his whole gr- purpose is to 
take over Doom's world. Like he wants to just take over Doom's world, and that seems appropriate. For and, him. and to do that, he needs to find the Destroyer, and that's his goal. Mm-hmm. And um, what, what, what's his buddy uh, who becomes uh, uh, a bomb? Oh, Rick Jones. Rick Jones. You find out Rick Jones has been guarding the destroyer for yeah. centuries and he's all old and crusty and he's in a wheelchair or whatever um and like the templar knight and- kind of and in 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 the hulk is just like well i'll get it and he's just like all right and he gets in the suit and well the suit is kept in a cavern and it's in this woo mysterious destroyer, like thor destroyer just just the destroyer destroyer yeah and yeah he puts it on like a he, suit he puts it on like a suit and he blows up doom and he wins and he takes over the universe and then you find out that the trick of the destroyer suit is it's a, in a wishing well, and it it gives you the wish. So his wish was to destroy Doom, yeah. but and actually he's just standing in front of it, turning into human, and he will just stand there until he dies. But in his wow. mind, he has destroyed Doom. So it's it was this really neat twist because I'm reading, I'm going like, how can you destroy Doom? Like yeah, like this really fucks up everything. Like wait, this doesn't work. Yeah. And I'm like wow, Doom will come back at the end. And no, and he's and it, it was kind of like um, did you ever read that Alan Moore uh, the Superman? Well, I know you saw the cartoon. Oh, um, All Star Superman? No, 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 though the oh, uh, what do you get? What do you give the man who has everything? Yeah, and the, yeah. the black flower that shows you the the yeah. dream you want and how Mongol dreams that he won and killed Superman and took over the universe. Yeah, it was like that. Like they left Hulk there staring at the destroyer but he turns back into a really old Bruce Banner and he's just going to deteriorate yeah. because he you know can't breathe he's, he just yeah and but Rick Jones has to sit there and watch his friend die yeah. you know it, it was weird it had a dark twist to it I was like alright cool so I was like well, that's a good way to end this particular story but yeah. the maestro I guess is coming back in one in a new book um, the Age of the Conquest or something like that? Oh, oh, oh. It's the one that's linked to the game. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's okay. linked to the, the Marvel fighting game. Oh, I play that game. Champions? Yeah, Champions of Conquest? Something like that, yeah. So it's... it's. I think it's going to exist outside of whatever our new Marvel oh, universe will be. Oh, okay, that makes a little more sense. I thought maybe they were just... They really like this character of the Maestro and they wanted to um, use him as some sort of catalyst and some alt-world yeah. story for a while. Like, haven't we only really seen Maestro in, like, future tales? Yes. Because he's kind of too powerful to yeah, exist just, yeah, when you put in our current on, continuity. When you rip open the Destroyer suit and wear it. Yeah, yeah like, he's all the strength of the Hulk and, like, a super intelligent being. Like, he's, yeah. like I kind of thought that's where the Doc Green thing was going to go eventually. I think it probably would have if, um, if, if they, Secret Wars didn't happen. If they didn't stop it, yeah. Um... Well, anyway, I, I'm just saying it's worth checking out yeah. if, to you and your listeners if you if you like kind of future stories that are kind of fucked up. It's a good one. I enjoyed it a lot. The artwork was pretty solid, right on. so that's helpful. Uh, so another book, uh, one of the newer ones from right when we thought that we got all the Secret Wars books we were going to get, House of M number two popped out. Uh, we talked about number one uh, and kind of getting to revisit this House of M world, which um, I said it's nice to just experience these other worlds mm-hmm. and get the aesthetic and know like oh this is where it could have been and this is you know remember you know Magnus when he was a king and all that uh, this book uh, goes more into how I guess it's all gonna fall apart and how everybody I love hates him. House of M yeah I'm, I'm like as, of, as an event as a storyline I am unapologetic not I love I think, that book I thought most people are really it gets shit fairly out a fun, bit. really. Yeah, I, I don't I know why. I liked it. I loved it not only because uh, Copel did the artwork, but I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But I like mutants taking over. Sure. So uh, my only the, <laughs> once again we prove Quicksilver just a dick. Yeah. Like he's Never just trusted. he's just a douche character. Like he will always end up doing whatever he wants. It, 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 that is kind of yeah. Like that. I, I will say at least with the. Um, Age of Ultron, they kind of captured his doucheness a little bit better than Evan Peters. Yeah. Um, but Evan Peters also was playing like a 17-year-old kid, so maybe he hasn't grown into his doucheness yet. We'll see in the new movie. Perhaps. Yeah. But at least, you know, like I felt um, 
Aaron Taylor Johnson, he carried that doucheness about him. Very yeah, much. Yeah, he that had air of superior. Air, yeah, very much like, what? What? You know, you're always kind of like, all right, I get you. Yeah. Um, to me, Quicksilver only has uh, two modes. Uh, douchey and then mopey. Yes. He's, he's always yeah. one of the two. He's never... He's never happy. I think he's a very hard character to write. Like, because he only has two modes. They're afraid to show him as, as a human. Why has no one been able to write a third dimension to him? Because I don't think anyone really cares about Quicksilver. I, I don't know. Like, there was a time, I think, when he was running with the X-Men, uh, the late 90s, early... Mo- or his ex, his late- X-Force run? No, he was... He was or, I mean, um... Uh, Uncanny. Un- X-Factor is where he popped up a lot, too. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, he's uh, he's a fine character. I just feel that he's a douche always. Yes, but that's not to say that he's not uh, a, a fun character to put into a book. Because like in, in this situation, we already see he's gone down to Namor. Yeah, Namor he teams up with on for, King of the douches. Yeah, like there <laughs> it's is a really good. Yeah, no one douchier than two Namor. of them. Just. Closets full of Ed Hardy shirts oh, and God, tons yeah. of cologne. They hit the club together. Yeah, and then, yeah. Banging mermaids. Oh, ew. What? They're underwater. <laughs> I assume that's what you do. What's the song from Night of the Roxbury? That's all I hear now. What is love? Yeah. What is love? <laughs> so I, I see both of them with their heads like bobbing back oh and forth. Oh, my God. I would. <laughs> I would like to make that skit. But, yeah, and it's like, I think the interesting thing in this was... Um, Wanda, who now officially has Wiccan and Speed, I, Speed, Speed. Uh, the Young Avenger kids are her her sons, and they are like fighting for the humans. Human rights, and 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 she's like all kinds of crazy, and I'm like which I feel is also another easy right. Uh, an easy she, ride out for Scarlet Witch when they she's can't... She's always crazy or super defensive. Yeah, like, they can't, like both these characters need a real good revamp. Like, it's just, it's very difficult. Um, I'm glad the movie kind of showed Scarlet Witch had a third level a little bit, but... Sympathy. Yeah, yeah sympathy, slightly. Uh, I, I, I like that scene when she beat the shit out of Wolverine. Um, yeah. Which I thought he was dead, and then he... I, like, did, I, I did was too. like, and then, like, so she put him back together? You know I'm what, like, though? I... I had I had a kind of a, a difficult time in those panels. It's because yeah, I had to reread it twice. I'll give you yeah that. because uh, Wolverine's got his claws to speed or Wiccan. It doesn't one, matter. Which, one, one of the twins. Uh, and he's like, you know, any other day feels anybody else. You know, the third claw pops out or whatever. And he's he's saying like, you know, maybe today's the day. And that's when Wanda shows up and she's like, don't fucking talk my child. Yeah. Uh, and. Pixelates Arctic wins. Yeah. Like pixelates him, like he he comes apart in in like blocks. Yeah, but well, that's just how her powers yeah. work since House of M. Yeah, but what threw me off is then immediately another guy with big sideburns starts talking. Oh, Sebastian Shaw. I didn't know it was Sebastian Shaw. Well, first. she said Sebastian. Well, yeah, but I see him before she says who it is. Oh, so I'm looking at him like, what just happened? And I read like Sebastian Shaw. I'm like, then when did Sebastian Shaw show up? Because I don't remember them saying his name. Well, he was just on the team, I guess. But it, the the problem comes from an artistic uh, point. Uh, Sebastian Shaw and Wolverine looked way too much alike in yeah. that moment uh, that I couldn't tell what was happening for for a hot minute. Azar, I thought Mystique was blink for a while. Oh yeah, I, well, I'm colorblind, so yeah, you know, the, I guess. The, depending on if you're not using like. A pure blue or an indigo, and you yeah. use like a shade. Well, you know, shit goes all over the map. For and you me. can't see the little eye tattoo. Yeah, or her red eyes, or whatever yellow yeah, eyes. Sometimes shit goes different. There's a lot of blue chicks running around sometimes, and sometimes it's really difficult to find out Namorita. which one it is. <laughs> Nemora or what? Yeah, Nemorita, isn't it? Or is Nemora another? Well, there was Nemorita's the blue one. Yeah, but Nemora was the white one from the in the late nineties. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's weird. But I think they're both supposed to be the same character. <laughs> it's weird. You know, the New Warriors, um, a lot's happened. Yeah. <laughs> and they can all stay back there. Yeah, that's fair. But, no, I but Andrew knows what Speedball is doing these days. Um, the only thing that was interesting about the House of M book is that he has had Fing Fang Foom chained up in his library. That's the most random thing. I oh, thought oh, it was okay. Lockheed. Because they said Dragon. Talk, though. Well, I just figured maybe Lockheed... In this evolutionized, yeah. or or honestly, I thought it was Wolverine. 
and then Wolverine popped up yeah. on the next page. It was just like, well, I guess it's not. Wolverine. I thought I thought it might have been like a zombie Xavier. Ooh, that would have been good too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just too far into dialogue, I'm like, mm, and then he called him a dragon. I was just like, all right, yeah, well, there's only there it comes out. well, that's why I said Lockheed. There's only one dragon in. Um, Marvel or no, the X Men continuity, the and then Fing Fang Foom pops up. I'm just like, all right, why is Fing Fang? Why are you here? Yeah. Like, you have never been useful. I've <laughs> never found the point to Fing Fang. Is Fum. he a, is he an Avengers villain or a Fantastic Four villain? Like, I always feel he pops uh, up in both. Probably now. a probably a meld of the two. Yeah. Anyway, House of M. It you know sure. Yeah, I do like the 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 Hawkeye, Black Cat, and Misty Knight uh, assault. Mm-hmm. Um. And I I feel it all that all played out really well for three four humans yeah. who attack the mutant citadel and get. Exactly I will admit though, if you be. did not keep telling me it was Felicia, I would have thought it was Mockingbird the whole yeah. time because they have her dressed like Mockingbird and not any Felicia accoutrement. Yeah. So like every time they There's said no like, ears on I was her, just like, oh, that's right, that's blonde, black cat. I was like, okay, got it, got yeah. it. You know, because they just had her very simplistic. You know. Yeah. Uh, a book um, we've only briefly mentioned once before, but uh, time to catch up because it's all done. You can get them all together. Star-Lord and Kitty Pride comes to an end with number three. Very fun. I really enjoyed the hell out of this book. These, I'm, I, honestly, I'm glad these two are married, and I'm glad they're sticking with it because yeah. they are a fun... We'll see how that works. Right, but so but, far it's been a fun couple, and honestly, if anyone deserves happiness, it is Kitty Pride. I guess. You don't think so? Well, I'm not saying she's had a great life, but... She was stuck in a bullet for quite was, a long time. She was. She's had problems. <laughs> you know, tough love life. You know, yeah. You know, she, she liked the robot man or metal man. Okay, well, there's a difference. Colossus. He did have human I, aspects. I know, I know. It's I don't think robot he, came out first. I'm pretty sure he didn't meddle up during just to see if it felt different. You don't like, think maybe they tried once? Like, they put him in the freezer for a little while? Oh, ew. They have a walk-in freezer. I'm just saying. No. Would you like something shafted and cold hey. shoved up into you? I don't think I'm anyone saying, likes that. I'm just saying, mutant sex bound to be weird. <laughs> it's guaranteed gonna get weird. I guess. Colossus did screw Domino. But so has half the X-Men. So it's like... <laughs> there's, there's a lot of X-Men. We need to do like the top five list of most laid mutants. Oh, Wolverine's the top. Probably. Oh, yeah. Probably. Tough oh, to be. Yeah. Wolverine's done yeah. a lot of their ladies. Uh, one thing, though, I really love this shit about this book uh, is Pompadour, Greaser, uh, Drax. It's weird. It's, I, it's enjoyable, but it's, it's weird. weird. Um, but I I, I want to see someone do this in cosplay. I enjoyed... Um, like I, Oh, that'll happen. Oh, I and yeah. I will hug that person. Um, I, I want to see the white suit... Uh, Star Lord, the the lounge singing Star Lord. That was fun. And the Pompadour Drax just cruising down a Comic Con. Uh, I did enjoy um, Mischievous Gambit. Yeah, I, I Gambit did... is a villain. Yeah. He's the villain of the story. Right, but he, Gambit, like, he's still Gambit. But Gambit the... is always kind of been. He rides that line. Yeah, a little bit. But I, I, yeah, I liked his comment about, like, why are you wearing a leisure suit when everyone should just wear a long coat? Like, yeah. There, there was moments where it's like, all right, you, you hit it fine. Yeah. It's, it's, a great, it's fun because it's, it's self-aware of, of the goofy stuff. I think especially when it came to Gambit. No, you just said it was fun. Yeah. Unlike, say, House of M, not that it wasn't good, but it wasn't fun. This was fun. This was clearly... Both entertaining. Yes. But, but it's great to have books like this... To counterbalance some of the darkness. Yeah, this was just like, hey, you know that guy Peter Quill? You can't really make him serious. Yeah. It's Pratt, so we're going to make you laugh. Yeah. You know, so, and I, I, I liked it a lot. It was I, a nice... I liked the art the whole time. Mm-hmm. It had a very good look. I liked, I liked uh, fucking Star-Lord's haircut. Okay. It's just like... I, I guess it just didn't care. It just, it just looked good. The suit, everything, okay. everything well, about it. And I liked, I liked we got, uh, you know... This Kitty Pride, who apparently she you know she was a spy for the Age of Apocalypse domain, gets caught, becomes a spy for Doom. She's collecting relics, stuff like that, and she's real hard on uh, on Star Lord, but in a very natural way. I feel it, he it, needs to have a strong woman tell him what to do. He does, he does. <laughs> but I feel in a natural way, by the end of the story, we get the feeling like oh. 
every Star Lord and Kitty should be together. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the right order of the universe. They're the Hawkman and Hawk Girl of the Marvel universe. <laughs> They'll just keep dying and find each other every century. That's a good way to go about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, another uh, just fun book is Groot number four. Uh, have you been reading this one? I'm not sure if this one's quite up your alley. No, I I, I flipped through it only because Brian uh, Kessinger is doing the artwork, yeah. and I'm a big fan of that dude. Yeah, and he shops in the store, and he's a nice kid. So, oh, right well, a kid, he's my age, so he's a nice guy. <laughs> but he's known mostly for steampunk art. Yeah, he does the Victorian Auto collection of the the girl hanging out with the octopus. Yeah, we've mentioned and, uh, his Instagram is is real. Is great. very. And it has fun. a lot of that stuff. And he's the one that designed all those um, steampunk trans. Transformers t-shirts. Oh, is that him? Yeah, he's oh, the one that shit. did like, you know, Locomotive, Autom- Optimus Prime, yeah. the old organ, um, Soundwave. Sound yeah. yeah, so I, I he's a good him. dude. Yeah, I so I flipped more. through it. I don't necessarily read it. It's about as enjoyable as the Rocket Raccoon book is for me, where it's like, oh, okay, that was cute. True. Um, this isn't if, going anywhere, I, but it's if cute. If I had to weigh the two, I would, I would put Rocket ahead because... Uh, there's more talking. There's still plenty of talking here. Yeah, like everybody else. else. Yeah, everyone else is talking. <laughs> um, like, there's a couple issues we've read of Rocket that really pulled on heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Um, and although Groot is not with not lacking in emotion, it's all like, oh, look how lovable Groot is. Look Did how you... how sweet of an of a creature he is. Yeah. Did you read that um, the Guardians team up with Groot and Silver Surfer? Uh, from a I, couple weeks ago, I did not, but I read the group uh, where Groot and Silver Surfer teamed up. What did I just say? Um, Guardians team up. Well, that was the book. But Guardians he, team up. They but also it was... teamed up in Groot. Okay, well, which one was the one where they went and saved the the, the group of like pig people? Okay, so no, there's another one where okay. they where they have to save a, a Groot that's con- that's uh, powering a ship. Oh, another Groot? Yeah. Okay. And and that Groot dies, and Silver Surfer and Groot have a moment of like silence between each other about this passing. Of mm. it. it was good. All right, so there's there is so there's two out there right now where Silver Surfer Recently. and Groot. You know, honestly, if there are two characters that are going to team up, I actually kind of don't mind the team up with Silver Surfer and Groot. It seems to work for them because they both are very silent, stoic characters that don't need to say much. Their actions speak louder than words. But we need words in the book. I fully agree with yeah. you on that. That's why you throw in Rocket to be like, who the fuck's the Silver guy? Yeah, you but know? I don't think Rocket and Silver Surfer would go well together. Like, no. Uh, Silver Surfer in the group book, at least, had... Like some kind of human tag along. I don't know who she was. Yeah. Oh, that's the the chick that's been following Surfer in his book. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't read it because I can't get into Michael Allred's writing or artwork. But yeah, I want to. Like, yeah, I, I, tried. I respect I'm, him for, for yeah, yeah. The you're great. Of work he's done. You've but. done fantastic things. Yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and they get stoic and the meaning of life. I was kind of hoping actually Silver Surfer would be able to understand Groot with the cosmic. Uh, power and all that stuff, but how does just, Han Solo understand Chewie? It is a dialect. It is a language that they figured out. I know, but Chewie just doesn't have the vocal structure to speak human. Although some Wookies have done it, it's it is weird to think that. Yes, like we're gonna go down a rabbit hole. Okay, okay so you got, we got time. So you got, Han understands Chewbacca. Yes. As well as seemingly most everyone else. And we assume that most people understand Wookiee. It's maybe not a common language, but they understand the the I am Groot of the Wookiee universe. Shriwak. Right. But then you've got Greedo gets subtitles, but Han also understood what Greedo was saying. Because he also speaks Rodan. That's a lot of languages. I don't think that Corellian knows how to speak. I feel he's not that smart. Yeah, but look, like look at where you are. It's it's like saying my point is who, who, who there grew are, up in, in in Europe doesn't know at least one other language. They also usually speak French. at least two or three. Um, but then he speaks Hatties. Yeah. But so did Luke in that one scene. So my question is, is there a universal mm. translator that we are just not aware of if C-3PO isn't there? I think C-3PO is there for the Luke. Yeah, he is. I'm just I'm just yeah. saying that but but then again by that rationality, well the Huts also speak English as we saw with Zero the Hut. Oh, they just choose yeah, not to. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? It's just 
I liked it in Star Trek. It was very simple. Oh, I have a universal translator. You're still speaking Klingon. I just don't hear it as through, Klingon. But that's through the television, right? Would, no, it's through their... What do you, the, oh, the, the, yeah. You know what? That's right. You blew my mind with that once. Yeah. yeah. They all have universal translators on them. Yeah. So the Klingons are actually speaking Klingon. When they talked, we just hear it as yeah. English because I, that's easy for the viewers to understand. I wouldn't buy that kind of technology in Star Wars. Like no, maybe, you, maybe deep in the Empire on Coruscant or something. No, that's fine. But I'm just saying. I just I'm just following this logic hole that I've fallen into right now of universal well, translators and how Han, Han, Han understands a lot of languages. I just feel, but he's he's a smuggler. Knowing these languages is very beneficial to him. That's fair, but there's a lot of universes out there. There is, and I, I'm not saying Han can speak them all, but <laughs> Hutti's a gangster. Uh, Rodean, uh, I don't know about their race. I don't want to be racist to the Rodeans, but maybe they're all not super great either. So he runs well, into many of them. Jedi Rodeans on the on Clone Wars. Yeah, they're well, cute. He, everyone gets to be a Jedi eventually. Uh-huh. Yeah, but there it is. All those Clone Wars characters all speak English. All those little kids. The Rodan girl. Well, yeah, they're the, in the... school, though. Okay, let's just move on. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. This isn't an argument or debate. It's just there's valid proof on both sides yeah. of, of, of the saying, inconsistencies. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't speak the other language. <laughs> English is the intergalactic basic, apparently. So it's like <laughs> pretty much, yeah. That's that's how they broke it down in the in the RPG books. That's fair. Uh, so yeah, no one understands Groot, uh, and uh, at least he speaks English. Does he? Or does I am that just, Groot. Yeah, but does that just sound like English? So you think I am Groot could be fuck off human in his language? And for and all this time, he's just tired. <laughs> so tired of these t- of these tiny pink mammals. <laughs> he hates the furry one the most, but he doesn't know how to get rid of it. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, going back to uh, Kitty and Star Lord. Oh sure. Um, did you read uh, all of that one to the end? Yeah. Okay. Uh, spoiler for that one again. Uh, is that legit rumor that Rocket's tail wasn't real? I have no idea what that is. That was new to you too. Yeah. Okay, because I never heard any mention of that ever. And I assume that meant Rocket's dead somewhere in the universe, and they just cut off his tail. That's well. That's, I assume he's he's dead too. Yeah. But Star Lord says like, uh, some to the effect that I I heard that it wasn't real. Um, no, I, but I guess I, having it there was proof that it it. It was it was in fact fake. I've never heard that. Yeah. You you have more. Uh, no, that's that was new to me. Yeah, you have more knowledge than me. So, I but Guardians is you know whatever happened way back in the day is all changed because of the movies. So it's like it's changing. It's, I mean, it's, and it's I've adapting. read all the issues of the new Guardians, and they have never once mentioned a fake tale. Yeah, and it seems weird. Like, why would he? Have a fake tale? Well, he, they probably lost it in the battle, and he felt subconscious that he should have a tale. All right. Well, it's if the same thing. Like, if you have no hair, you want to wear a wig. If he, if he replaced a tail he already had, in my head, he didn't have a tail and he put one on. Well, there was a, which, a, a, that didn't a, make sense because he's always fighting the rocket comparison. I mean, a long time rat, ago, raccoon. in one of the in one of the Thor books, uh, the Enchantress put a curse on Lady Sif that she no longer could grow hair. Yeah, and she wore a wig for the majority of her character because it was we made who knows where she's at with that now right but I mean they always made that like during battle she would lose the wig and they'd be this uh-huh. badass ball chick fighting you're like who the fuck is that <laughs> why is Moondragon suddenly in the Thor world you know Lady Xavier's whooping ass <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, okay well I just thought I'd, I'd ask well speaking it, of ladies kicking ass have you been reading this? I have. Okay. I have not read this one yet because it was at the bottom of the stack. That's but fine. I did I read, read the, the first, first one. one. I, okay, well, okay. there we go. We can, uh... <laughs> Together, we have a whole story of DC's uh, bombshells. Well, they're not really... A, it's not a cohesive story. It seems to be it's um, it? vignettes together of the well, universe. Well, this one seems to be building. The second one is, is building to something. Oh, uh, well, I'll be interested to read it later then to see how it compares to the first yeah. one. Because the first one... Was vignettes okay? Now those vignettes may be leading to a bigger story. I won't yeah, know me, until I read this. But to me, it was playing like a movie where you you have these separate stories that will all lead together. You okay, just, so I mean, this, yeah, that's yeah, what I felt it was going to do. Yeah, yeah. The first uh, one was Batwoman and um, uh, uh, Batwoman playing for the Rockford Peaches, more or less. But it was Batwoman and her sidekick, not Batgirl, but. The um, the blonde spoiler, hands. no 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 her her cousin. I haven't read Batwoman. Well, there there's Cassandra Kane and then there's Kathy Cassie. Kane. 
Cassie Carey. There's, yeah, there's Cassie and Kathy. Yeah. Katie. Ka- Cassie and Katie. And both them bitches <laughs> were in the book. Okay. The blonde and Batwoman. In the redhead. And, yeah. And they were the Rockford Peaches, and they stopped, like, an enemy <laughs> Baseball peach. Baseball Yeah, it was weird. Um, and then there was a... a like they th- just beat Pete Rose to a pole? <laughs> <laughs> but they were um, vigilantes, and the cops were trying to stop them for... Oh, uh, what's her... Uh, Maggie Sawyer showed up, and she's like, she's like, I gotta stop you, kid. And they're like, No! And they ran off with bats. Anyway, it wasn't terrible. The artwork is what really is beautiful about these books. And then the second story was like the retelling of the Wonder Woman origin where Steve Trevor crash landed yeah. on the, the island. Yeah. Um, if there was a third story in there, I don't remember. Because I remember well, there was one I didn't like. The Wonder Woman is where Bombshells 2 picks up. Okay. Uh, Trevor is a prisoner uh, on yes. Paradise Island. Uh, Wonder Woman's getting all sympathetic for his cause. And she's... She goes to uh, Hippolyta. It's like, hey, we need to, you know, be Men a part of the all world. Bad, yeah. yeah, they're not all bad. They have problems. We need to stand up and show them how good we are. Uh, Hippolyta has a good reason to turn um, Wonder Woman down. Mm-hmm. She she says we're already warring with like Minotaur and Outcast Amazons. Like we're busy. We can't join another war. It's fair. So what one woman does is join uh, the other one. She joins the other war. Cool. Yeah. Well, she, that's, that's, her she's and selfish. Her and her gal pal Mara break out uh, Steve Trevor, <laughs> and they swim off on a giant dolphin. Uh, a dolphin or a carriage led by dolphins. Okay. Or a boat, I guess. So that's the whole Maybe. book. Like, there's no other. No, no, no. The second half is okay. Zatanna. Um, oh, all right. Zatanna with an appearance by a very creepy Joker's daughter. I don't remember seeing her statue. Not yet. It. I hope it's not... They don't do everything they're doing in this book because she has the nastiest green teeth of which they get their own two panels. Ew. Let's just see how gross this character oh, yeah. looks. Second half of the book. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, they're getting spotlight. They are so gross. Um, but it's, Ooh, no. it's it is <laughs> oh <ew. laughs> yeah it is cool though because it's uh, Zatanna in uh, at least Nazi occupied someplace I mm. forget if if, uh, if it said specifically mm. uh, oh shit I forgot yeah there's a Star Girl in um, Supergirl middle short part that was the other story in the first one. Oh, okay yeah that so these one are that, these are very much linking and yes the star girl and supergirl one trailer. i was not very much interested in the last issue because mm-hmm. they were both like german they're like they're both german raised to be nazis and they rail against the uh, nazi russian, regime I think. russian yeah whatever um yeah uh you know as gross as her teeth are yeah i don't hate the outfit it's not so bad. No, it's not if bad they were design. to make a statue of it, they could just make her smile without the teeth open, and that would be okay. True. true. I do enjoy the bombshell cheetah statue. Mm-hmm. Um, she could have been more cheetah-like, but I do. I get what they were doing with it. I was so excited when I heard they were doing a Killer Frost one, and then I saw it. I was really disappointed. Oh, Parka. Yeah, it's like she's got like from from like. Naval up, it's yeah. pretty awesome. Like she's got like the weird parka, but the babushka Russian hat, and uh, I thought it was really funny. And then from waist down, it, she's like skiing, like she's like this snow bunny on the Alps, and, and I was now, just like, oh, that's disappointing. Like, is is she blue? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we can assume then cold doesn't bother her, so she can be scantily dressed. Like cold doesn't bother her anyway, kind of situation, or well, because she's Killer Frost. Yeah, cold and, doesn't bother yeah, like, her. Like Mister Freeze, cold doesn't bother them. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I was just curious because it sounded like, oh, <laughs> well, you just got. I don't know what Elsa trainer you want that I'm not. I'm getting. not on an Elsa train at all. That's why I was trying to fight against it. Um, because it sounds like, oh, she's got like a funky parka. She got the big, weird furry hat. Like it sounds like, oh, like. Ski wear, ski gear. No, she as, the cold doesn't affect her. She's immune to it. Yeah. Yeah. So as to which, like, oh, does that mean that this one won't be as skin tight and sexy as some of the other ones? She's got a mini skirt on. Okay, so it no. will be. Yeah, it will be just as. No, she just clad looks as... like the beginning of the live and let die opening montage with the ski chick going like, ooh, 
I'm a Bond girl. I'm skiing in my underwear. One. This two, makes sense. Yeah. I I went down the mountain once with my jacket open and cold. Cold. I've never been skiing. I'll take your word for it. Cold. Yeah, it's snow. Mm. The five times I've seen it, it was cold. <laughs> it was cold. I loved it. Um, <laughs> all right. So I. Like I said, I've only gotten to read the second one. You read the first one. What do you think about this book, though? I think it's a cute thing that they're doing right now. I don't think it's ongoing. They should. It should be a mini series at best. They should do twelve and call it a day. It doesn't have a two of anything. So no, I, it'll I be canceled know. around twelve. I would assume. Um, it will one. Here you go. One. Generous. I don't. I honestly did not. I, I, I would like to think twelve only because DC wants to make at least two. Um, trades they can get out of it mm-hmm. um but it's also dc and they love to cancel books as much as nbc likes to cancel tv shows so it's like who knows this yeah. could be canceled by next week like i understand why you would make this book and i i had a genuine interest i wanted to read it but after reading it uh i question okay you're set in a specific time period you're staying true to that time period but now that i've read you say words I'm realizing I just kind of want the statues and an art book of the designs. Well, that's what that's what it's an Elseworlds tale. Look at it that way. It'll end. It, 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 it has a finite time. It, it has is, to. Yeah, it, it it is. And for anyone who likes it, you know, I'm not gonna say you're wrong. No, no, it's I just, enjoy it, but I I agree with you. I it's, I don't. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what it is I wanted. No. But after reading one just one book, I can tell you this doesn't feel like it. And it, it was, maybe it's it was not, just it's okay. Not, it's not exciting enough, or maybe. Bouncing around so many characters was just too confusing for me. The whole Supergirl and Star Girl in the middle really kind of that that sunk the book for me. I yeah. was just like, this is a boring story. It felt like I I walked into quicksand. Um, but I did like seeing um, uh, Constantine in, at the end of the Zatanna book get oh, turned into, into the rabbit. rabbit. Little rabbit. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, have you read any of the Midnighter? I've been thinking about it. Like every every so often. Because I hear, I hear bonkers things about it. And, yes, and that always kind of gets me interested. I'm like, oh, we're gonna do something really different. I'd try that out, but I don't know. I don't know nothing about Midnighter. Um, I'm not reading the Grayson book, which I keep hearing it, it's it keeps swinging around to. I, I so I I just hear it would if I got it, it would just be from Buzz, not from any genuine. Attachment to the character. I read it this last week. Uh, it was Midnighter number four. Uh, Grayson was is teamed up with Midnighter. I don't know if this is a long going team up or, or what. Um, I read it because I heard on the internet how batshit insane this issue was. I was like, well, I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. It was that um, they're like in Russia, like you do. Um, there's like a group of people, like what did I describe as hostile meets like yeah. a vampire movie? Basically, people are ki- uh, paying to kill vampires, nice. monsters in like this underground hostile kind of place. Yeah. And the only way to find out where this place is is to interrogate the three guys that were following in the beginning of the story. But they go to a Russian bathhouse, so therefore Midnighter and Grayson have to get naked and go into Which, a Russian bathhouse and then led to a lot of innuendo and jokes. But that's, Which, like, I was like, to me, that sounds like what everyone is talking about in the Midnighter book. Right. And I guess... Like getting in the, into these situations and then Midnighter just kind of mowing through people, but also plowing people. Yeah, like he chops a dude's head off with his hand. He can do that? I guess. What are Midnighter's powers? I don't know. He's 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 meta, he, he's, he's an advanced an enhanced human. Okay. I believe. Well, he was once. I don't know what the new Fifty Two did, but um, again, he's super smart. Or yeah, he's, he's real smart. Like, he's like Batman, like okay. super smart, but with super strength. He can't fly or anything. Okay, um, I was like that was Apollo's. Yeah, gig. yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> but like the. Um, I'm paraphrasing the the dialogue, but like he's like, "Don't make me shove a hot poker up your backside." And then like Grayson says something like, "Zing!" That's what she said. Like it's one of those oh, kind of jokes. Off each other. Like yeah, they. It was one of those just like I thought you liked doing that, and he was just something like, "I like dinner first. Like it was a weird kind of like buy me dinner. I was like, 
I don't dislike this little repertoire you guys got going back and forth, but unfortunately, it isn't going to end in the bedroom. Like, so because one of you is going to go back to your bed all yeah. hot and bothered, the other one's not. So, so because because it's all it's all like tease and yeah. and flirt and flirting between Midnighter, who's a, who's a, a gay character, and, and, and Grayson, who is not, who is like poster boy straight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it is it's very much like watching two best friends like a gay and a straight best friend joke around with one another but at the end of the night the gay one goes and cries in his sleep because he's in love with the straight best friend and he'll never know you know it was, it was, that's, that was the vibe I got coming off. soon to, N, uh, to NBC <laughs> yes <laughs> the Midnighter show boom 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 no, but like just... that's what I got out of the book but it was very interesting to, uh, it was a solid action beat though of them yeah. kicking ass in a Russian bathhouse and it made me very much remember Red Heat the Schwarzenegger flick where oh, he beats yeah. a shit ton of guys in a Russian bathhouse just in a little towel and they blow each other out of the window well okay maybe that wasn't the right terminology but they a bomb goes off and they end up fighting like on a Russian frozen lake and you know it's, 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 Ar- it's Arnold little towel yeah. Arnold you know How but many- this is Arnold when he was at like his commando oh. side So you're like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) How many um, convenient uh, towels and objects? A few. Some towels fell off during the fight. They're towels. They have to. I mean, there's there's, a tiny knot on the side. There's no amount of knotting you can do. I would assume to be a slit on the leg. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Because they got to have sex appeal. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What towels they use in movies and comic books too? Little itty where, bitty ones. Where it just covers enough, but there's a slit of over your thigh. <laughs> I don't know where these towels are coming from. <laughs> who's who's trying to cover themselves with a hand towel? I ask you. Hotel towels. I was just at a hotel. Full towel wrapped around my waist. Wow, no, nah, my hotel towels are usually like I got the slit. Oh, you I'm just where I feel like I'm like, oh, now I get why Angelina stuck her leg out because yeah. it's just hot. You gotta let it air out a little bit. <laughs> gotta get some, gotta get some breeze under the undercarriage. <laughs> uh, are there any other books that uh, we we didn't get to mention that you've been reading? Uh, Danger Girl, still yeah. always fun. Right on. Um, I started reading an image book. Ooh. Not entirely surprising. Uh, no, it is really. If it's not Saga, um, no, I uh, uh, Rasputin. Oh, I've heard cool things about it. Check that out. Yeah, like, artwork, fucking amazing. Is it a miniseries? I do not know. There okay. are um, there are one trade and three issues out right now, so there's a total of eight. Oh, okay, okay. So you can pick up eight. the trade, which is one through five, and then six, seven, eight are available. It's uh, like a amped up telling of his life right i believe so i just started it but i was mostly intriguing the artwork is what got me in there um but i've always been captured my imagination always been kind of captured by that That, the romanoff story yeah Yeah. so to to see a comic book where rasputin i was just like all right i'll give you a shot yeah Um, i've heard it kind of goes into like his childhood yeah bringing in, in like kind of trying to explain why he might be so so awful yeah but with, um, without you know like ruining it um i'm also in the middle of um uh low trade one of low i know that one um very weird very good i yeah. do i can't tell you what the fuck's happening because mm-hmm. i haven't got that far but i do know that there are animals and people and then there are people with tails so i don't know if that means there's like a hybrid situation happening but it's a hundred years in the future, and there's no food, and there's people with tails. So I'm in. Like I was like, you've sure. in, you've right. you've intrigued me enough to want to continue this. Um, I also picked up recently two things that I think are very worth mentioning. Um, the what was the Herberto Ramos one that I took a picture? Fairy tale? No, 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 no. Oh. Um, the vampire one. I said, look what the fuck came oh, out. Oh, Crimson. Uh, Crimson came out with a hardcover. Yeah, did you read oh, it? Oh, I bought that shit. I know you bought it, but did you read it? I haven't read it yet, okay, but okay. I am definitely intrigued to go fall back down the well of some yeah. 90s image. Cliffhanger. Oh, was it? Wow. That was a cliffhanger imprint. Okay. Wow, I didn't even know that. But yeah. I, I'm right, intrigued. To... Right with Battle, uh, Battle Chasers, Danger yeah. Girl, and Steampunk. I swear to God, I thought those were all image books. I think they technically were. Yeah. Well, IDW bought some of them, and Wildstorm did, and then they all became another something. Anyway, I'm intrigued to definitely fall down that well. And then also came out recently in the last month, and I bought this as well. Um, There was a specific run 
in the early 90s that Captain America, um, I forget who the writer was, but it was Captain America and Ron Lim was doing all the artwork on Cap for a while there. Mm -hmm. And it was when Cap, uh, Red Skull, and the Kingpin were drug lords, because that was big at the time of the the late 80s, early 90s. They were drug lords, and they were peddling um, some sort of drug in New York. And it's Cap fighting off drugs, and he gets addicted to like drugs, and then he has to... um, uh, uh, he's he's banging Diamondback and the Serpent Society gets involved wow. and and it's and they collected all of it in like a wow. like a thirty four ninety nine like I think it's like all twenty issues in one big book like it's gritty street cap uh, gritty is not the word I would use for okay. it I would say nineties fun okay. Um, okay. like it's it's it's, it's the cap gets hooked to smack in a couple issues yeah and then and I, it's definitely the era where Black Widow was wearing the gray. Oh, and she had the yeah. short haircut, so it's like that it, it's that era of. Yeah. Um, but there is an amazing fight scene between Kingpin and Red Skull, who who are going to brawl on top mm. of a building like you do. Yeah. But because they're afraid each other may have secret weapons, that they they strip down to fight in just their tidy whities Of course, Kingpin, big big yeah, big pair big, of tidy whities big Kingpin, um, and 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 Red Skull, little skinny black tidy whities Of course, and 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 they beat each other, the shit out of each other, and they're unaware for a while. That. It's some fun that shit. It does sound amazing. It's, it's a pretty good book. And like, I'm a big sucker for the Serpent Society, and they're very heavily into it because know, of yeah, Cap. I so I know you're not a big fan of them. But uh, I mean, if you're looking for some fun Cap, definitely check that out. It's mm. 90s Cap. And the artwork's pretty good because it's Ron Lim. Yeah. Um, but watching Cap, he, he, it feels like he's banging like three chicks. And it's like, just like, so you aren't a virgin. <laughs> it's like, it's like, Cap's kind of gotten around. In the books, yeah, yes. In the books, yeah. In the movie, no. no, no. Cap's holding out for. Well, he can't hold out for her because she dead. Yeah. Peggy <laughs> Carter in a time machine in a, in, a, in a DeLorean would be amazing. <laughs> well, anyway, so uh, that that's my recommendations. Uh, all right, so that's gonna uh, wrap it up uh, this week. Leland, why don't you uh, tell them what all your social medias are? I'm from the Movie Issues Podcast, a sister podcast of this dog and pony show here uh i i watch movies with co-hosts and then we talk shit about them good movies or bad movies it's kind of a thing um i'm much funnier on my show i thought we had some fun here (laughs) i thought we had a good time i I can only be nerdy for so long before i want to talk movies (laughs) oh so you're not nerdy on on movies no not at all that's not nerdy no i'm classy (laughs) I'm a classy bitch over yeah. on that show. Anyway, movie issues at dot uh, 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 com. I don't know why I forgot that. As if there was any other dot org. Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, that's implied now. I don't think I is need to it? say yes because there's a lot of stuff out there. Really? How's that movie uh, movie issues Instagram going? We don't have one. Oh yeah. All right. All right. What about your LinkedIn account? How's how's that traffic? Uh, I, don't, I don't need a job. Um, how this this train can stop movie issues at gmail.com facebook twitter yeah you on that snapchat are the kids still on that i don't know i'm not 18 i don't know (laughs) i'm not sending dick pics to people so i don't know what what you do with snapchat i don't know i'm I'm, i don't have bad blood with taylor swift so i don't know Um, you guys just celebrated uh, 200 episodes. Uh, yeah, congratulations on that. Yeah, yep, yep. You can go listen to Xanadu mm, or Xana Don't. Depends Xana on how don't. you want to. Yeah, it's don't. up to you. And of course, you guys. Uh, next month, you're doing Halloween stuff, right? That's the yearly. You guys have a nice big Halloween theme. Yes. I, I thought this was going to be a quick pump. You you like want well, details? No, like I'm, I'm giving the people reasons to go check out movie issues. I'm getting them hype. So as soon as they're done listening to this, they'll go over to movie issues. Yes, uh, yes. October is, as you know, the greatest month of the year. It's pretty good. Um, and and uh, we movie issues really get into Halloween. So we got five of the. We go from family fun to. Horrific, and, and we got five of the some of the best Halloween movies. I guess you could watch. Right on. So Halloween's always a yeah. good time at our podcast. So beginning uh, the first Friday of, uh, of October. Oh yeah, you can't you can't start in September. No, but we have been known to go into November because well, November's still scary. So you know, it's got kind of a overlap. Yeah, yeah. That All Saints Day is still freaky. So you know. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So every Friday, uh, comic issues. Every, oh nope. 
Uh, every Friday, movie issues. Every Wednesday, comic comic issues. issues. You know where to find us. If you have not yet, you can join on to any of our social medias: Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Pinterest, Google Plus. Boom, nailed it fairly quickly. Uh, if there are any books that we haven't talked about that you want to voice your opinions about, whether good or bad, or just something that needs some notoriety, like Crimson, old books that are getting re-released, you know, good stuff like that. You can hit us up at the email, comicissues at gmail.com. Of course, Leland and I, we're part of the Pixelated Geek Network. Uh, movie issues, comic issues, two geeks in a podcast, Pixelated, Pixel Clicks podcast, and um, Elizabeth and uh, Catherine on the Binary System podcast. All well worth, uh, well worth your time of a collectively four hours of your week. You can spend four hours of your week with us. That's not so bad. Right, Leland? Eh... No. <laughs> we were all hand-in-hand hand, uh, two weeks ago at NerdCon. Yes, we were. Uh, so uh, check like, out... Like those old Coke commercials. Or the new Coke commercials with the bears? The polar bears? Oh, Popping Cokes? Those. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you say bears. I don't think polar bears. Well, but, bears. Coke, but Coke and bears, I feel like, naturally, you uh, come back to the every Christmas commercial. Uh, and if you want more of just this good, sweet uh, Comic Issues uh, deliciousness, you can go to comic-issues.com uh, where all of the reviews, the news, the, the, the photo galleries of conventions, all that good stuff, uh, they all go. Comic-issues.com, everybody. So until next week, uh, with the return of uh, Elizabeth Wallace back uh, in the co-host chair, I'm Anthony Sova. Leland from Movie Issues. And good geeking, everybody. Yeah.